You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. And powered by Cineleaks.com. Hey, what's up, guys? It is Celeb back again for another E3 episode. Dude... It was such a crazy day. I don't even know what to say. We had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, you can say it was awesome. I mean, that is something you can say. I can say that. But I would rather say it was spectacular. Spectacular is a good word. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it aptly describes, (laughs) especially for you. (laughs) You're you're glowing. It's it's, glowing. Yeah. That's just just the sunburn. That's... (laughs) piece of shit. <laughs> 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 Alright guys, so um, <laughs> we talked about earlier how we played uh, some Rage 2 Kingdom Hearts um, a good chunk of games as well. Um, now this could kind of be uh, more or less a quick go through of like what we have played since then. Um, and then at the end I want to kind of highlight what we played with Rebellion. Because uh, I think it was something pretty special. So, Matt, what have you played since we recorded this morning? Um, so, after Kingdom Hearts, uh, we played Metro Exodus, which I think was a fun game. We all had a good, a bit, a good a bit of fun. Um, I mean, it still was a little slow, but the combat was really fun to play. Uh, the other things I've, we played were The Walking Dead, which was really cool. Um, again, it, it doesn't seem ready, but outside of that, like it was really cool to uh, experience a new Robert Kirkman tale or in that weird universe. Um, and then I played Call of Duty Black Ops 4, which was it was a lot of fun. It felt like Black Ops 3 um, in a lot of ways, but it, it felt a little nuanced uh, with the combat, and it was a lot of fun to play. And then played Destiny, which it didn't feel like it was enough. And I played it on a PC, which is always the worst because I don't know how to play a PC. That was the same problem I had with Walking Dead. But then I had to play it on a PC. Yeah. And I don't play PC. If anybody can understand that I don't play PC, I play console. Yeah. And uh, so that kind of takes me out of those games. But I then, yeah, the last. Uh, to play for you to play it on oh, PC. I know. I know. I was totally like, know. you know, Matt they needs to play me. a PC. They told me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing was uh, Rebellion, so that was a lot we'll of fun. T- we'll talk about that as a group. Uh, Eric, what did you play outside of Rebellion? Well, um, I wouldn't say exactly. Well, I did play one game I didn't tell you guys about. Okay. I played the new Tomb Raider okay. over at Microsoft. Okay. So, cool. so that was really cool. I was actually telling him, uh, mm-hmm. I was telling him oh, we were walking around. I was like, I really want someone to play Tomb Raider, well, someone played, to cover I, it. So I played, I played Tomb Raider. I played Tomb Raider. It's really good. Uh, it's... It's, well, I mean, if you look at the trailers, it's incredibly dark compared to the other ones, and it's more, let's see Laura get beat up, but it's... Every Tomb Raider yeah, game, let's see Laura game. get beat up. Let's see more of Laura get beat up. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's very, very violent. I mean, they're all violent, but yeah. she's definitely, like, on a warpath yeah. on this one, and... Um, yeah, she's basically like, mm, <laughs> fuck this, and then just she's moving on. But I it's, just want to get treasure. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> Tomb Raider. So, um, so it it I, it was only like 15 minutes, I think, 15 20 minutes. It was it what I what I played felt kind of like they've done through the other uh, through the last game. It's just a slightly tighter gameplay, and um, they add more 
uh, almost survival ability, survival stuff to it. And so it, it, it played great. Uh, after that, I went and played, uh, well, yeah, I guess we did play with the uh, adaptive controller that Xbox just showed. I uh, did, a, did an interview. It, it was It's one of those interviews that afterwards uh, everybody's hugging. Like yeah. it was that, it's an amazing, it's a powerful thing for the, for the industry. It's something that, that's amazing. How many uh, how many different tools did you use? Um, actually, we only used a few, but uh, they have one from uh, 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 I forgot which company it is that makes it's basically uh, we we mote the nunchuck, yeah. but it's a USB one. Uh, but they have the thing is they're not making the the peripherals; uh, they're just making the actual controller. There's there's several different companies that make the actual the adapters. adapters yeah the so because you know not every disability is the same and not every you know everybody plays the same with that so so they have curvatures on the little if you look at the actual controller it looks like a giant almost nes controller with like dj pads on the middle of it like it looks like the that dj game that came out from i think it was activision or something yeah. um but every bit of the design for the for, for it was thought of to help people with disabilities like it's at a tilt because they realized that it was easier for them to, to play than the, the actual controller is uh, the uh, the the context of sensitivity on the actual buttons of the the, the, the controller itself uh, you could push any part of the button and that way you know like the, the click you get when you do the the r3 or whatever it has that all throughout those buttons throughout through the buttons and then um, it has little grooves on the back that makes it easier to put the uh, cables in for any of the adapters. And it actually shows. This is one thing, though, that I really hope for future consoles yeah. they use. If you look at the at the very top of the, the controller, it says what ports are behind, like underneath that controller. Oh, that's very cool. So so what it did was, after, after we had the discussion, it was, they had a great demo. They were showing how even if, because uh, they had added... The, I, I think it's partner support. I can't remember the name of it, but it's a co-op support for the Xbox controller. They added it about a year ago. Uh, so if like, let's say you have, this is not to do with the, this controller specifically, but it, they were laying down the framework for this. So if you, uh, you, you with that ability for, for the for the controllers, you could go in and you can go, hey, like you have a, a little kid that plays and they're like, terrible at, at using this, the joysticks you could turn those off on that second controller and let them push the buttons and you do the joysticks so when they did that they they made it to where you could control different buttons on different controllers and so but they were showing how you could get the this controller and you could actually place it on top you can place your actual Xbox controller on top and use it to steer if you're like have issues with use it, pulling triggers all the time, like yeah. in racing games and stuff like that. So, yes, it's for people with disabilities, but I have this feeling, this sinking suspicion that some of this is going to be integrated into the next Xbox. Yeah. Like some of the design aspects, yeah. some of the stuff. Yeah. And so, honestly, if you look at the controller and the stuff they're doing with it, this might be our first glimpse at some of the next-gen system, okay. the design stuff. Awesome. And so, yeah, that's pretty much 
Well, what I did, I didn't really play any more games um, during the the time frame. I kind of more or less like I got done with Rage, came back, we did an appointment with uh, Metro Exodus, um, which was phenomenal. Um, I loved it because I'm a big Metro fan. Um, and then I, combat was great. The combat I was really, fantastic. I really thought it was fantastic. Yeah, uh, I love the survivalness of it. Yeah, the fact that like you know you, you can have run to out craft your ammo. own ammo because you okay. you'll run out of it. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, so I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I, I would love. I can't wait to see the finished product, and I think that's a lot of the tough things about going to E3 yeah. is that you go and you experience these pre-alpha, alpha, betas. You know, yeah. they're not finished products, and so you don't get to feel the the full vision yeah um but i think as far as what we did get to play of metro exodus we got it has a lot of potential yeah it's got a lot of potential and also they talked about how the game wasn't fully polished you know this was this was beta you know probably he from what he had said it was like nine months out you know so um, the gameplay was fantastic, but then after that, I kind of just went around and like explored the show floor. You know, as as some of you guys know that are listening, I have a really big thing about like show floor aspects of like just looking at the show floor and just taking it all in. Yeah, we walked around. Yeah. We walked around the show. Floor. We walked around. We yeah. we saw the voice of of freaking Mario. Yeah, that was cool. Oh we my god, bro! I tripped out, man. So uh, it was so cool. We got to meet Mario himself. Isn't uh, it cool? The um, the, the scale of like Sony and Dude, Nintendo. It, it, and it's nuts. Like, you know, unless unless you come here, you know, as as you know, by yourself, um, you won't really understand. Like, you know, I've been to shows. I've been to East, West, South. I've been to QuakeCon. I've been to all different types of video game shows in the career that I've had in the games industry. There's been nothing crazier and more. It's overwhelming. Gigant. It, it, it's. I don't know. I wouldn't say it's overwhelming. It's more or less like my inner geek has come out more than it ever has. You're in the major leagues. I'm in the fucking major leagues yeah, for sure, bro. With E3. Yeah. I, I remember the first time like we when we walked in, it was kind of numbing. Like, it was, were, yeah. Like yeah. it's a it's a weird like you're excited, but at the same time you're like, okay, okay, this is like the big leagues. This is yeah. something this is something that I'm not just excited for, but I'm just, you know, struck. Like I'm awestruck yeah. of just saying like this is not not the fact that like, oh my god, look at that giant statue. It's more or less like it's beautiful, yeah. dude. Like it is for for gaming in general, it's beautiful. So just real quick, you know, I know that we gotta kind of we gotta wrap this up. I know Matt and me are both like starving right now, dude. Like I want to go to that Rooster Teeth party, but I am so freaking hungry right now. Yeah, we could check that out. So, um, but Rebellion. So Matt, or Matt, I'm sorry, Eric. Real quick, just tell the people the games that we played. Uh, well, I'll start with uh, Strange Brigade. Okay. Uh, we, we went in and played. Uh, we tried to leave Matt out. Uh, mm, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we, oh we, this, this is the things we found out about Strange Brigade. Is one, uh, it's set in the 1930s, and uh, I will buy anything in the 1930s. Because <laughs> right in the middle, right in the middle of gameplay, it's like it's in the 1930s. I don't oh my god! I don't Not the fact that there were zombies and and mummies and all this other stuff walking <laughs> around us and we're shooting. He's like, it's the 1930s. <laughs> the great thing is, is that he openly, Caleb was openly like. Guys, it's the 1930s. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever met anyone that is excited about an era that happened over 80 years ago. 
Like, I, I never met it. It's People are like, parties, man, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh my God, it's set in the future. Was- Fuck that. Give me the 1930s. <laughs> Bro, Cyberpunk 1930. It's a day one buy. <laughs> what, is, what, what is Cyberpunk? It's, ste- it's like cyber, Cyberpunk 1930. It's like steampunk. What you know, everything's based on steam. So what's the other game we played as well? Um, well, I'll let Matt uh, explain that one. Oh, um, so I, I hope I have the name right. Um, that's the problem. It, okay. Yeah, that's kind of the problem I'm dealing with right now. Is it? I believe it's Arca's End. Yes. I want to see. Yeah, yes. Arca's End. Yeah. So we played that, um, and I uh, forgive me. I can't remember the name of the company who made it, but uh, the studio. But it's it was a phenomenal game. Digital it's, imagery. Dream. It's Did, dream. Dream. Dream Im- imagery. I, I feel so bad. So shout outs to you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. We you know, keep getting you can your find name out whenever you like Google Arca's End. Exactly. So, Exactly. A R C A. Yeah. Apostrophe S and. Uh, but anyway, so it was a very, a very interesting game. Um, and I, I think the most compelling thing about it was that it was visually and auditory, or, or I guess audioly, uh, just stunning. Like it was just fantastic the way it was. And, and I think we've talked a lot about how it was just very calming and soothing, especially when we talked to them about it. So it, it was a very interesting game. And, and there's a story behind it that we don't really get a whole lot into. But um, as far as the gameplay is concerned, I thought that the the VR aspects of it were just absolutely incredible. Um, because several times you you go to a VR game, and I've played a ton of VR, and you you leave after you've played it feeling a little disoriented at times. And there are times where you could feel a little dizzy, but for this, you don't feel any of that. And even when you're going downhill, there's not that fear of falling. And I think that that was a really cool uh, cool mastery of VR that they really uh, did. Uh, the the thing that I really liked about it is is how intuitive it was. Mm-hmm. Like when you okay when you go to start play, when you start to play the game, they, they they put on the headset, they put on you know the earphones, and then it, it there's no controller whatsoever. So you're automatically like okay okay then how is this gonna control? It's your head tilt, and so. I've played that. I've played head tilt with the games before, I mean, and it unless was unless you're like me, and I'm just like head banging. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing the tilt. I'm like we're going <laughs> crane the neck. Um, so I didn't do that, but it. it what I really liked about it was it's it's, it's the passing of, of the business people. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think we're we're gonna have to wrap it up. Probably. I think they're closing the convention center soon. Or or or. Slumber party. Slumber party. Slumber party. We go turn on some sweet rigs and we play all the games. <laughs> you know what we can we find out about? All the loot. You know what we can fi- talk about? We can talk about history of the 1930s. Cause it's so oh my awesome. god. The Great Look, Depression. What, what was the game again? I apologize. It was Ark's End. Arca's End. Arca's End. Arca's it was fantastic. I think we can all agree on that. Stranger's Brigade was... The Hindenburg. The Hindenburg, the Hindenburg happened in 1930. Yeah, 1937. Yeah. Uh, Stranger's... I got... We got to talk. All right. No, just go ahead and give this to me. I got I to talk for a sec. All right. So, let me tell you a little story about uh, about scheduling. 
and uh. schedules. So I had scheduled to play Destiny Jesus. 2 Forsaken, and I was like, okay, I play this game, and I think to myself, oh, I need to leave early. You know what? There's a cinematic <laughs> going on. I finished all the gameplay. God, Let me go join God. my good friends, Eric and Caleb, at Rebellion Never to play that. Strange Brigade, because Eric himself had said, I want all of us to play it together. So I'm like, you know what? I want to be there for him. I want to be there for my friend. And so I leave early. I get to the to the, the appointment by 528 when our appointment was 530. And come to my surprise, I find out, oh, they're already playing. <laughs> So what do I do? I walk back in there and I say, oh, hey, guys. And here is Caleb going, wow, this is the greatest game I've ever played, guys. This is the greatest. Oh, my God. Said the 1930s. This is insane. I need this in my life like I need wait, air. Wait, I love the fact that he is trying to act like I was talking like a hick the entire time. You know what else happened? The Dust Bowl, 1930s. <laughs> Anyways, guys, listen. Just to sum it all up, I think we get, or we are all in agreement. Matt got in there eventually and, and played it. I'm not butthurt. Uh, it was a good game, and I think it's the type of game that can give uh, you know Call of Duty zombie fans something a little different. You know, it, it kind of seems more or less like a co-op game, but at the same time, it's a competitive co-op game to where you're facing off oh, against amazing. each other. It's amazing, and and it's if you want to play something with your friends, if you want to sit down and like. Okay, guys, let's let's take it on. It's co-op. Yeah. That's the thing. It's co-op. But but they wanted to point this out to me because I was so hyped up about the fact that it's co-op. You can play it by yourself, and there is a story. Yeah, you can play it by yourself. There's a story, but yeah. also the aspect that you play co-op, and you can screw your friends over. Yes, you, you can. Yeah. <laughs> I caught I caught Eric on fire like three times. When French President Paul Demar was assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I, I have to clarify something. Just uh it's Arca's Path. Arca's Path. Uh, okay, so I apologize about that. But anyways, guys, this is it for this uh audio whatever of just how awesome E3 has been so far. Tomorrow we're going to be checking out uh, Warner Brothers, uh, Bandai Namco, Ubisoft, and all types of stuff. I mean, I think what we should talk about too is how excited we are because we're going to go to Nintendo. And, and Eric, you don't know this Yes, yet. you don't know this yet. But we went over to Nintendo to find out what we were doing during our Nintendo tour booth. Uh -huh. And we found out we are playing every, every single Nintendo game, game available. Oh available. Yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. all happening. It's pretty awesome. I, I, you know, I'll probably leave a couple of minutes, you know, 10 minutes early or so um, because Bandai Namco is my bay, and hopefully we're going to be playing some uh, some uh, Soul Calibur. But anyways, guys, this is it. Love you guys. Uh, make sure to check us out, Centilinks.com and SecondOpinionPod.com. Also, check out the Father Gamer as well, Father Gamer Podcast. You can find it on all the social medias. You can find it on all the social medias, all the podcasts. Uh, everything. So I love you guys. Peace out. 1930s. 1930s.